So hi there. Uh, welcome to the Soil Studios podcast. Um, I'm your host. I'm not, I'm not a host. Um, I'm Jack Gleason. Definitely not a host. Um, I'm Tom L. Ship, and this podcast is not just about Soil Studio, but about us and our yeah. ideas. Yeah. Um, if if you know the eleven people who were subscribed to the channel uh, beforehand um, are actually watching or listening as the case may be um you may remember that we had some podcasts before uh those are unlisted um what we may end up doing is going back and uh re-recording some of them um trimming some of them down uh incru- improving the audio quality that sort of thing hopefully to be something around what i'm hoping is good audio quality like this one um <laughs> What we're planning to do with this podcast is essentially use it as a tool to talk about our upcoming projects, um, kind of their their status, their to-dos, um, what our ideas behind them are, um, what some of the goals driving them are, that sort of thing. Yeah, so the type of projects we're currently engaged in is their Soil Studio, which is a creative suit of programs for assisting in all aspects of the creative process it's it's, Wait, a, it's, pronu- it's pronounced creative suite what did i say suit did i say suit <laughs> you did I, I, in my mind i was like don't say suit and i think because i was thinking don't say suit i said suit well, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, creative suite, because it's freaking sweet, of programs for assisting all aspects of the creative process. Right. Mm-hmm. So another project uh, that we'd like to do in the future is some video games. And mm-hmm. the people we bring onto this podcast will be mainly creatives, uh, different writers, uh, maybe artists, uh, people who work in the creative field and try to like see what what they do and what tools they think would help them to accomplish the, their goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, that includes like video game designers. So you got writers, video game designers, different kinds of formats of writing, like uh, graphic novels. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're, we're I mean, we say stories. Um, that's really all encompassing. You know, we have plans for um, for you know essentially written things like short stories or books or whatever, um, but you know, graphic novels, uh, visual novels, um, uh, which, you know, it sounds like a visual novel would be the exact same fucking thing as a graphic novel, but apparently a visual novel is actually an interactive, like, game, game, essentially, where it's basically a graphic novel, but you click through, and, like, the text comes up, and it's, like, um, it's, yeah, it's, I think you can do it, like, either, um, as, like, a first-person thing, or, um, um, and they they're, they're usually anime themed. Yeah, I don't know why. They don't have to be. It can be whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. We we can we're we're gonna be exploring a, a bunch of different avenues of um of storytelling. Um, hell, we might even make um you know videos that get released here um on this channel or um um did I say video games or videos? Videos. Okay. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I meant to say. Um, uh, but we also, I mean, in the future, again. Uh, we might even work on full feature-length movies. I mean, I mean, obviously that's like a that's cool. a that's a very future um, thing once we're really more well established. But you know, yeah. that's definitely the plan. Is yeah, we're definitely the flexible in the different mediums that we like to right. create on. Exactly, exactly. Um, and you know, so, Soil Studio, um, kind of being the topic of of this podcast. 
um, you know, we, we, we mentioned that one of the projects we'll be working on is um, Soil Studio, but that's essentially the, um, at least the working title for a, like, story writing um, program. But really what where our plans are for um, the uh, programs that we'll be releasing is, I, uh, we're, we're calling it a creative suite because it'll be um, not just this story writing program, but also um, things that you can think of as sort of um, a free version of the Adobe Creative Cloud platform. Uh, okay, in, in what sense? In terms of that's a, huh? And so what would the different programs within this week be? Right. So you'd have something like for, um, um, for, 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 uh, video editing, for audio editing, um, for, uh, music composition, something similar to, um, like, uh, FL studio or, um, garage band or whatever on Mac. Um, a map um, generator. I know you had that before. I mean, (laughs) well, that was for a very specific, um, (laughs) project um <laughs> i mean that that's that that kind of feeds into more of a game engine um uh and allowing the creative people working on the, the game to uh kind of cr- create stuff for assets for the game that the developers don't actually have to program it just kind of gets generated for them and in, the, in the format they need um so that would be kind of part of an engine um but yeah i mean hell even even programs that actually help you uh, create your own video game without having to know anything about programming or anything like that. You basically get to use all these different um, programs that work together in sync to essentially create any type of creative project you want. Um, we're just starting with um, something for storytelling because that's kind of the root of all of these types of projects is, is, is uh, at least my belief. Yeah, and so. it's the most under... Like, there's not like a tool specifically for it that's, in the way yeah, that we that's think good, about it. yeah. Exactly, exactly. You have tons of stuff for like um, music editing, editing and video editing and um, you know you have game engines and all this different stuff. Um, but yeah, you're right. Uh, there's not really a huge market or at least there's not a huge um, uh, set of options for a generic um, um, storytelling story builder. Uh, Right, right. I mean, we'll builder. get in, we'll get into well, yeah, we'll get into a lot of like the the, the things that are out there and kind of how this thing is going to differ from those a little bit later on. Um, so let's go ahead and, and just kind of introduce ourselves so that people know why the hell <laughs> we why why anything that we we say is even remotely relevant. So Tom, why don't you uh, why don't you start us off? Um, well, I'm Tom L. Ship. The <laughs> L's introduction at this point. <laughs> the, the L stands for luxury. Um, of course it does. So I, somebody who likes to write, I like to think about ideas in, uh, in terms of stories and design features, like in games and interactive media. I am a master of puns, uh, the noble pun wielder of old, uh, the keeper of the sacred puns, <laughs> and uh, also a full-time dum-dum, um, and an educator. So what, what about you, Jack, Mr. Mr. Gleason? I want to note that he had about... Um... 10 other versions of the uh, <laughs> pun master title um, that I made him get rid of. Okay. Um, <laughs> he just kind of, he went off, he went can, off on one. <laughs> there can only, there can only be pun. There can only be one. God. Um, so I'm, uh, my background is in programming really. Um, that's why I'm building the, well, a program. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've also owned a business 
in the past, uh, a software company to be more specific. Um, I also conduct uh, technical interviewers, interviews, excuse me. So, you know, I've done, I've, I've, I'm much more um, uh, computer oriented than uh, creative, but I've been wanting to do a lot of writing. That's been a kind of a um, side passion, essentially, of mine for pretty much my whole life. I've loved stories. Um, but being a programmer um, and somebody who's very, um, as they say, <clears throat> left brained, um, um, you know, the creative process is not something that's that's really come natural to me. Um, you need um, more structure. Well, I like thinking in structure, but, you know, you don't want to just make a story or whatever that's, like, procedural. Nobody likes... Well, there are some people who like procedural, but... Like archetypal stories. <laughs> not even that. It's, like, you know, the cop show type procedural or, or something where like, it feels very much like formula, like formulaic. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's exactly it. That's exactly Friends. formulaic. <laughs> sure. Sure. So, you know, I don't I didn't want to make that sort of thing, but like thinking about it structurally, only structurally, that's what you're going to get. So, um, what I started doing was doing a lot of research into, um, um, you know, how people, uh, structure these things, how they come up with, with, um, with worlds and characters and all this different stuff, because like if I, I can come up with an, an initial idea, initial idea, but fleshing it out in a creative way um, without having anything, any other reason than right, to just right. flesh it out. So you have like for me. you have like the seed of the idea, mm-hmm. and now you need some kind of soil to plant it in for it to grow. No, it's a good metaphor for the name of the program. That's, yeah, no, that's yes. exactly. I mean, that's exactly yes. That's I'll yeah. Pat myself on the back for that, but. I mean, that's a hundred percent. That's why it's called soil. Um, it is based on a pun. I just, every time you make a pun, it just makes me cringe a little bit, <laughs> even though it's a pun that I came up with or me I was and, gonna me say, and Keanu came up with. <laughs> it still makes me cringe. Yeah, anyway. we, we, we deny the claim that soil is full of shit, but it's called soil, which is manure, but it's not shit. <laughs> soil is not just manure. It's the, it's the shit. Oh my God. Oh my God. All right. So, so yeah, so we're going to talk a bit about, um, um, this, this soil studio program that's going to be coming out, um, uh, that I'm currently working on just to kind of get, give people an idea of what it's going to be, what they can do with it, that sort of thing. I'm interested in this program because as, as a writer, I often get stuck. I'm like, I'll have the idea and different ideas in my head. Um, but the traditional way of writing, you have to be your own kind of structure you have to you're you're responsible for your own organization and mm-hmm. and i mean and that's the main idea uh behind the program right um really what i wanted to do was allow the user to really just write and brainstorm um and basically let the program kind of take a lot of the detail management out um away from you so you don't have to deal with um okay i i made this change here let me check every single inch of my notes to make sure that nothing else is broken in my story right why why isn't there something that just kind of does that for you so that's really the main idea is um taking away a lot of the detail management from uh from writing a story right using a lot of tags which is kind of like program speak but well um yes and no i mean definitely there's there's there is an actual tagging system uh, within the program, um, that basically, you know, kind of lets you, uh, rename things and, and have these tags be automatically updated so that, um, if you've like mentioned the name of a character somewhere, um, and you rename that character, 
that 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 character will be renamed everywhere, right? But but that's not the only thing. You know, there's there's a lot of details um, th- beyond just names of things uh, <laughs> that you have to keep track of when you're writing a story. And this 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 tool aims to uh, keep track of a lot of that stuff for you. So the way I kind of imagine this program is that like um, you have a bunch of experts' advice kind of condensed into this one tool that when you're writing and going through the process, it's kind of like having all those experts over your shoulder giving you advice. But mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, essentially, the, the program encourages you towards thinking about your story um, along the lines of what the experts say, but it doesn't really constrain you um, to any one way of thinking about it or approaching it, right? Um, it's designed to work for you, not you know you doing the work um, for it. Um, you know some of the details that we're going to be managing um, are going to be you know figuring out um, and keeping track of what a character knows at any given point in time, um, what they believe or or value, and those things can change um, their physicality um, and mental makeup uh, within any given point in time in the story. Um, one of the things that we learn a lot in schools is kind of this really shallow idea of character development and plot. Um, you know, a lot of people just think of it as, you know, rising, a- you know, the, the, the intro exposition, uh, rising action. You have like two or three um, um, attempts at solving the problem um, that fail, you know, initially, but the, 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 the action keeps uh, increasing. And then you reach the climax, you have falling action, you have resolution. Um, now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Denouement. Denouement. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's a lot of uh, writing experts out there that actually expand on that idea uh, tremendously. And so uh, this this uh, program um, kind of helps you understand that on a more fundamental way um, if you don't already, right? Um, and what I wanted <clears throat> to do is utilize a lot of concepts from my research to make a tool that will kind of guide you through that um, without actually forcing you into anything so i think uh one of the maybe fun things we could do in the podcast is we can have a case study i'll be like Hmm. so i have this one story let's let's theoretically conceptually go through the process what would i do with it like so if Hmm. i have the idea of a start of a story i start up the program what do i do (laughs) so like Um, i have an idea of a character his name is dax the space astronaut I know he, I want to have some kind of space adventure, mm-hmm. and so where do I, where do I begin? Yeah, well, um, when you start up the program initially, what it'll do is actually ask you, um, kind of, it'll actually ask you where you want to start. Um, essentially, like, do you have the you know the overall idea for the the story? Do you have a a certain character in mind? Do you have um, um, you know if you're a, a world builder, you know, or uh, do you just have a lot of locations and stuff that you want to map out initially? Um, and just kind of plan out how the world works. Um, or do you want to just start writing, you know? Um, so it'll kind of ask you these things um, and then prompt you with with various questions about like, okay, so if you're starting with a character, what's the, you know, what's their name, et cetera. Um, right. you know, Something, what, what are their motivations? So, so like prompts are... Right, exactly. Is like more exactly. forms to fill out or is like prompts open? So it's it's prompts. it's a little bit mixture of both, right? Um, there'll be prompts, there'll be forms. Um um, ideally, no form is going to be included in this program that does not actually have a purpose. Uh, ultimately, the, the the story will the, the program will actually produce some form of output that you can actually use. Um, so, but yeah, ideally, it'll be a lot of uh, prompts initially if you if you choose a specific okay. um, 
starting point. Um, um, but you can also just choose to say, you know what? I don't really have anything in mind. Why don't you just kind of help me get started? And it'll go, okay. And it'll, it'll, uh, <laughs> okay. Nice. it'll essentially, it'll just give you a blank document or a blank, um, uh, workspace to work with. Okay. Um, and you'll kind of see the different options you have available to you and kind of, you can sort of play with them and just kind of seeing what's available to you may actually help you just kind of get started on, on figuring out an idea. So I have an idea for a character, like, you know, Dax space or not. Now, what is, mm -hmm. what is the character, um, tab going to look like, or what, what are the options I'm going to be? have or is this still like too early to really go in detail so i this? don't i don't know if uh yeah i don't know if we can really um dive into like the nitty-gritty stuff yet okay. um but the general idea is yeah it'll it'll you know ask if you want to start with a, a character or whatever uh you click you click on that essentially uh it'll give you some 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 prompts to kind of fill out details about the character you're exploring and then it'll um essentially arrange the workspace you can think of it like um the way that you can have like different tools and stuff open in Photoshop or right, right. Um, or different things like that, right? Um, it'll have different little kind of sub sub uh, windows, um, tool windows or whatever, that are all focused on kind of character um, development stuff. So okay. um, you'll have uh, different features about the character, um, <clears throat> different the ability to kind of. Uh, map out their character arc and, and figure out what the um, the theme around that is, uh, what their moral arc is, and what their psychological arc, um, those being two different things that should be related but don't necessarily have to be. Again, um, suggestions without actually forcing you into anything um okay yeah, yeah um a lot of this different stuff so it'll 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 present you with a lot of these type of tools that that are related to character um stuff initially like big ideas like what is a story you know that kind of like semi-philosophical question about like what we think a story is what it should like well, um, um one of the books that i've read um or at least in the, in the middle of reading is a book called the hero with a thousand faces oh yeah yeah um, pretty popular yeah um and one of the things it talks about is um you know stories kind of being <clears throat> essentially the um like the 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 journey from childhood into adulthood essentially right um uh, there's a kind of coming of age tradition that right. a lot of cultures have throughout all of like humanity going from the known into the unknown that's like every exactly. story exactly exactly well it's every story because you know here's the thing right um in real life you don't necessarily do that all the time um i mean you kind of do you know metaphorically but but you, you don't actually go on some like life-changing big thing and then come back <laughs> yeah and, you're um, just usually going totally to work change. and back home right exactly and maybe something you know is challenging that day and you kind of have to deal with it and maybe that changes you ever 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 so slightly but you know it's never anything really huge um right. well not never but very rarely is right, right. really huge and essentially stories kind of um provide us a way to um experience that big um transition uh, through the eyes of somebody else, uh, or if it's in second person through your own eyes, but you're, somebody's telling you what you see. Uh, right, <laughs> it's a it's weird, a, that's a weird perspective. It's like a, <laughs> a simulation of life about some particularly right. um, pointed event. Right. <laughs> you know, right. That sounds pretty lame. When you well, I mean, like that. The, way, the way I think about it really um, is more like, uh, it's <laughs> actually more, I think about it more of a like a persuasive essay. Um, the okay. writer whether they're aware of it or not, has an idea that they think is right. 
right? Um, and essentially their story is them giving you examples about why they're right. <laughs> okay. To think that way. So and like, like Neil Gaiman is convinced that he's hilarious and all of his books are there to convince <laughs> everybody that he is hilarious. Exactly. Yeah. If you analyze any of those stories, like they have, you know, they have some sort of moral argument behind them and essentially the story itself um, functions as a way of exploring that moral argument. Different characters um, perform different things along that, that uh, thematic line. Uh, either uh, uh, morally or amorally, right? And there's other characters that either challenge challenge them or, or behave in some way in response. Um, and so just through these different characters interacting and how they uh, choose to act, uh, you get this idea of um, that the, the, the author is um, exploring. And only once you reach the end do you actually realize like uh, what the old, what the overall message is supposed to be, right? Uh, all the scenes leading up to that essentially were just different examples about why something is bad or why something is good. Um, but then the, the the climax essentially is the writer saying either this is good because the character won by doing it this way, or this is bad because the character didn't win by not doing that or by doing it this way, or you know that's right, right, essentially right. that's it. Them making the the, the story's over, and thus there's no more explanation. The climax is literally, by definition, the thing where you make that decision. And it's kind of like, what is the story? What is the story's morals? It's like, uh, mm -hmm. if you think of stories, and they're like, one of their original purposes was to instruct. Like, uh, what is it? Science is about what is, and stories about like how, what, what, what ought to be. In a way. Oh, ought to be, gotcha. It's like, because it's supposed to be morally instructive, it's like, mm -hmm. like we shouldn't be like uh, the evil witch. We should be more like right. the, uh, the good prince. And right. here's their behaviors, and here's how it right. turned out. So Right. And I mean, a lot of these, you know, and that's why you see a lot of the stories um, over time change. You know, as, as society's understanding of morality changes, um, um, hopefully from less black and white to more nuanced and gray which i think we are doing um right, right. you see you know you uh you see a lot more stories around um you know essentially sending that that message at its core of um here's a bad thing here's a good thing or at least traditionally good and bad but are they really is there a, is the real right way to be somewhere in the middle is it some sort of you know is 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 morality a um Oh, what's the term? I was just watching the like, good place. Like, is morality just... fixed and humans are flexible, or is morality right. itself right. gray? Exactly, exactly. Um, and really, just any idea, um, you know, because it's not because stories aren't just about morality. It's also about like um, um, psychology as well, like the character themselves, um, right. that motivations and right. behaviors, so. right, 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 and exactly. then results. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. So like, so say I want to be an awesome writer who wants to write stories like Lord of the Rings and Rick and Morty at the same time. What, sure. what can this, how can the program help me? And then what can it not do for me? What is it not going to do that I have to do myself? <laughs> um, well, it's not going to write the story for you. Damn. So that's going to be one thing. You can't type in and say Lord of the Rings plus Rick and Morty and, and it just generates something for you. Yeah. It's not going to do that. Um, That'd be freaking awesome. Um, but I mean, if you have a, some sort of idea, literally any idea of how those two things could could go together, um, 
it can help you brainstorm how to make that into a reality. Um, if if you have a character from Rick and Morty that you want to then apply in some way to being in the Lord of the Rings world or vice versa, um, again, you could start with the character side of, of things and, and, and um, explore it that way. If you want to do world building stuff because you're in Lord of the Rings and you're like Tolkien and, oh, I just want to like make up a bunch of languages because these are fun. Oh, hey, look, I have to make a whole... F- freaking universe uh to support all these languages are you gonna have like a language uh what do you call it a neo language uh app in it so um i will i will distinctly say um uh i definitely am not going to have any sort of like language building um tool in the first version uh that is definitely not something i necessarily thought of what about the politically correct auto correct (laughs) Oh Jesus! <laughs> okay, we don't talk about that. Oh Jesus! Um, um, no, there won't be any of that. Nobody should feel pressured into writing any story that doesn't work for them. If you write a story from your own perspective, and and all your characters happen to be white males, look, I'm not saying your story has to 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 not be that way. Really, it's just a reflection of you. Um, <laughs> And maybe you should be more aware of that. And, like, if you're writing a story that's only white males, like, you should just maybe analyze yourself about why am I only interested in white right. males. We'll, we'll make um, another program for that self Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Great. The, the um, the but also, if the story fundamentally makes sense for it to only include white males for some reason, because you're somehow, you know, exploring that concept... Then, it, the then you should males. do that. Then I mean, like the the idea of like white males being the only thing in the story, like right, if right. it's kind of there's a meta message there. Like then that's what you should do, and you shouldn't feel pressured to not do that because somebody's gonna be like, why is there only white males in like your fucking story? It's like because that's the whole goddamn point. All right. But, so, so if if a racist guy writes a story using your program, it's their fault because they're racist. Yes. Okay. Uh yeah yeah the, Hitler yeah. Uses there's definitely good. Yeah. I didn't think about this, but maybe we should put a disclaimer in the uh, in the program that says we are not responsible for the, <laughs> yeah. the shitty um, stories that people write using Some kind this of thing. Game of Thrones, Autorotica, given there. Uh, God, please stop. <laughs> What's the what? What is make? What makes this program different? Well, yeah, that was a great segue. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, you know there's a lot of different programs out there that um, assist writers. Um, Dramatica is one of them. Uh, I, I'm not going to pronounce this correctly, but I think it's Scrivener. Um, uh, what is it? Celtics and R- Rider Duet. Right. Um, even, even, uh, Grammarly would be one that you could consider. Okay. Um, one of the things about these other programs, um, so some of them are much more focused on only for screenwriting, right? Soil Studio is focused on really any type of program, right? It's, it, or, any type of uh, story. It, it, it doesn't want to force you into any any type of, of, of story that you're going to write. Um, so th- that's one way in which it differs. But um, the biggest thing would be that a lot of these things that do, you know, they, they take note of the characters in your story and their character arcs, and, and they take note of the events that happen in your story and the different locations, all this different stuff, right? It asks, oh, oh, and it like asks you all these questions about your character, um, like where did they go to high school? What's their favorite color? All this different random shit, and well, it's they like they could like skip questions too. It's not like you have to. 
Yeah, I know. But what does the program do once it has that information? Nothing. It's all (laughs) just there for you to look at. And it's like, why can't I just write all this stuff into a Word document? There's, There's no benefit to putting it into this program or those programs excuse me um versus just writing it anywhere else right, uh, more um, something i'm more familiar with like google x right right and maybe maybe they offer some um stuff where like you delete something and you know all the data associated with it gets deleted great i've <laughs> lost a bunch of information hot diggity right, right. you know it's so you know, it, it, it expects you to essentially be the brains. And I'm not saying that you're not supposed to be the brains when you're writing a story. Right, right. But again, it expects you to be the the, the detail manager. Um, it presents all the details you've put into it so that you can do all the smart stuff with it. Um, and what this program, what Soil Studio is supposed to do is um, actually do smart things with uh, the information you give it. There's no feature in this system that is included for the sake of you just entering data for the sake of entering data. Right. Um, right. Every, every it form is created. It uses the data. It, use, it uses the data to do something smart with it. It ultimately leads to some sort of feature you're getting out of it, whether it being warning you about um, a scene not really being needed in your, in your story, a uh, character arc never being covered, um, plot events that just don't, aren't, necessary or or maybe are inconsistent with the rest of your story um uh, pointing out some very specific uh types of um plot holes that sort of thing it does a lot of the smart stuff automatically um based on the information that you it get. can understand your your input enough to categorize it and use what it understands in order to guide you to write that's how essentially it's yeah that's how it's different from right. these other programs Right, exactly, exactly, and and it's it's not going to force you anyway any, into any particular way of thinking about your story, uh, which I, I think I've mentioned before. But um, you know, it's it, it's it's designed to suggest and guide you towards um, the things that a lot of the experts in story writing tell you to do, but it's not going to force you any into any particular. Um, thing right. um, so, it's it should not it writing a story as a creative process should not feel like you're f- filling out a spreadsheet <laughs> so who are some of the inspirations who are you drawing inspiration from specifically so so i think my biggest one uh sure. would be john truby um john truby's ana- um, anatomy story um i've read story uh by robert mckee um yeah, that was kind of my my first um, intro to uh, books uh, around the topic. Although I actually have read I have read uh, Stephen King's on writing, um, but see his his style of approaching writing a story is so foreign yeah, to he, my way of thinking. He about had it. like two just, chapters in there that were interesting. So it could well, be it's fun. not that they weren't interesting. I just I can't yeah, yeah. think the way he does. He yeah. just comes up with stuff. And keeps fleshing on it, fleshing it out until um, until there's just a story there, and it's like that right, doesn't right. make any sense to me. Um, he starts writing it and just keeps writing until the story is done. Right, um, right. It's just yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like, like that doesn't a lot help of me in any way. That natural just no, just no. A lot, a lot of times when people do that, their story is shit. Ninety nine percent of the time, it's shit. Yeah. Um, so who wrote as yeah. Hero of a Thousand Faces? That's uh, mm-hmm. what's that guy? Is that guy's 
Um, that is uh, Joseph Campbell. Yeah, Joseph Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but a lot of one of the other ones that I've done uh, instead of reading, I've actually been. <laughs> I actually watch a lot of YouTube channels that have to do with writing. Um, the big one being uh, Lessons from the Screen Screenplay. I absolutely adore that channel. Lessons from the Screenplay. But, Lessons from the Screenplay. It is a phenomenal channel. Um, they do. They talk about movies and TV shows, um, and they break down um, those things structurally. Um, that's actually how I found um, both Story by Robert McKee and um, uh, John Truby's Anatomy of Story um, through that channel. Last of Us storytelling. Um, Ooh, that'd be cool. That's their latest yeah, one. Yeah, there you go. And video games. They, you know, they, he dives into a bunch of different stuff. Um, cool. So uh, another one is that is kind of a, a silly one, but is, is a lot of fun. Is um, uh, terrible writing advice. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's done in a basically every video is done in a sarcastic way. So um, he just kind of. He goes, oh, this would be a this is the way you should write it, right? And he says it sarcastically because he's basically telling you the exact wrong way to write the thing. Um, there, you should never do insert the right way to do something, right? right. <laughs> um, so it's it's a lot of fun. Um, um, uh, he has a recurring um, um, thing of the love triangle, always giving a love triangle to everybody. Yeah, um, <laughs> because of course. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. So it's great. Um, he he uses a really outdated meme. Um, he does the awesome face because when he first started his channel, I think it was you know the meme of the day, <laughs> or maybe even maybe even then it was outdated. But I don't know. Or, but uh, he just has kept using it because it's just iconic to his channel now. For every four um, people, there are at least three love triangles happening. There you go. <laughs> right. Oh man, I'll yeah. have to chart so, that out. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one is just right. Cool. Uh, they do some deeper analysis of things. Um, there is another, that's a YouTube channel as well. Um, one that I found through lessons from the screenplay, but is no longer creating videos is every frame of painting, uh, which okay. does every some interesting, uh, yeah, which does some really interesting analysis of, of, of movies. Um, some of the, um, sillier ones, um, that are a little bit more, abrasive you could say uh they're not quite professional they're just kind of you know a guy talking about stuff um um that would be nitpicks which is a very it's a very silly one and full fat videos uh full fat videos um is a little silly they yeah they um they they dive into um the the deep stuff but but are still a little bit silly so so yeah, so those are some of the resources that I've been using. Um, there are some others that I want to read about. Or, uh, um, I think I think uh, Robert McKee has another book called um, that's just about dialogue, um, which I'm I'm really interested to get my hands on. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's some other things I still want to uh, do some research on, but a lot of this stuff is is um, where I've taken my inspiration from to kind of take all these ideas and put them into a single program. Right. And them and talking with other writers who hopefully. Well, we yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because that. that's the thing. That's the thing is like, um, you know, all this stuff kind of makes sense to me, um, um, you know, from a structural perspective. But, you know, if I go and, and make a program that's just structural, that makes sense to me. 
it doesn't necessarily make sense to anybody else. So what I do every time I develop a feature is I make sure I talk to other writers who have different approaches to make sure that it actually makes sense to them. And like, and I go, okay, for this specific part of writing a story, how do you approach it? Where do you usually come from? Um, and I try to make sure that it, the, the feature covers essentially my structural perspective, but also these other few perspectives that could approach that same kind of feature. Um, and by building it that way, you kind of get this, this, um, these features that all just kind of work together in, from any direction. And you can just kind of go all over the place without uh, feeling like you're um, restricted or constrained into it, it, one particular way. It'd be interesting, like, uh, when you release some kind of beta version or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, that we have, like, a group of writers and they use the program yeah. and then we can talk to them about about exactly. what their process is going on right now and such. Right. Suggestions exactly. and all exactly. that. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. There's definitely going to be a big uh, um, feature request thing, and one of the, one of the big things about you know this whole um, uh, creative suite of stuff, um, you know, writers, especially you know struggling writers or artists, they're not exactly known for having deep pockets. Um, right, so right, right. one of the things that we're actually going to be doing, <laughs> they lose is... themselves in fantasy too much. <laughs> <sighs> Well, yeah. Um, so one of the things we're going to actually be doing is essentially releasing this for free. There will be a, essentially a community version um, that anybody can really see the code for um, and suggest features and all this different stuff um, and kind of see the process of development. Um, there will be a paid version later on that really only offers non-essential stuff that's really more for like collaborative um, and so, enterprise. So if you have like a team, yeah. Enterprise. Right, right, exactly, exactly. But you know, a lot of the core features, um, a lot of the core automated features, are going to just be available in the free version, in the community version, is what I call it. And if you're, yeah, it'd be awesome to have a platform for people to showcase their work and everything. And right, um, wouldn't hurt to you know get some attention for them so that it comes exactly. back attention for you. It helps everybody. Mm -hmm. We got a pyramid scheme. All right. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know what pyramid well, schemes were. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, like, I look, DeviantArt is an interesting website. It has an interesting concept behind it. <laughs> but it's really not. I've seen what goes on at DeviantArt. <laughs> exactly. It's really not a professional place. It's it's a place where, you know, it's it's artists putting their stuff out and and jerking each other off or usually jerking themselves off yeah, yeah. in the company of others it's like um, it's like writing.com just like yeah nobody really yeah. cares about each other's stories yeah. <laughs> it's like unless you're really it's true it. though so yeah well and so and so what i'm hoping to do and this will take some some you know uh, real thought behind uh crafting this but i really what i'm hoping to use the community edition um of this for is to actually craft a community around helping people, um, um, you know, get get uh, editors and beta readers and, and things. Yeah, like make that. a polished product, or if you're yeah, looking for yeah. something, you can find someone. Right, right, and, then, um, and something that is somewhat, you know, professional, but you can still just post, you know, whatever you want. Um, there will be community guidelines, so um, like, can you... certain things will be off limits. It's like, do people hire each other or is it they have to agree? Yeah, I, and that's they the thing. Figure I, out I think these are, those are the, I don't know. These are the, these are the, these are the wrong questions to be asking right now. <laughs> right, right. Um, just just because, want collaboration just going on. Yeah. yeah, I just want collaboration going on. I want, I want a community of people um, um, 
sharing and, and getting help from each other and also um, talking about uh, their stories and, and the program itself. Right, right. So, uh, well, thank you so much for, for, uh, for joining us today. Um, yeah, thank you. I, you want, I have you been wearing to... pants this entire time. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> I know. I've been looking at it. You guys, it's, it's, it's awful. Well, thanks, everybody. Join us next week if I haven't killed Tom. See you later.